Ladies and gents, welcome to episode, I don't even know what I'm up to, I think it's like five or six uh, of, uh, of the podcast. I've got a friend that I haven't seen in how, how many years? Oh, it'd be a while now, a couple of years, yeah. Like, and I, I, I don't know if it was your sister, because I know she used to live with us a couple of years ago. Did you live with us at some stage? Yeah. You yeah, live with so us? I would have, yeah, me and Kari would have lived with you, your old man and my old man, so. At our Banksy at Broadway, right? Yeah. Fuck, yeah, because I, I didn't know if it was just Kari, because I obviously remember Kari living there, but I thought you were there for a period of time, I just didn't know, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, was. So we lived for, so I lived with an uh, orange and star at one stage, huh? But um, I'm with Jai Arrow, our, um, NRL player for the Titans, playing front row at the moment. Uh, lock, yeah, lock, lock in the middle, same thing. They're all the same these days. Yeah. So um, I enjoy enjoy being in the middle there, getting all the tough stuff done. But um, yeah, hopefully I'm there again this year. Cool. And what uh, man? Tell us, just tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, in your in your own words. Yeah, obviously, um, growing up as a kid, I enjoyed my footy and. Yeah, I did, probably didn't realise that I wanted to do that as a job. I'd probably say until it started to get serious and stuff. I do, I do play the game because I love it, but to play it as my to do it as my job is um, always it was always my dream, and I'm sort of living the dream at the moment. And uh, I've got a beautiful girlfriend who, who I love dearly, who, who's been there for me, and um, she's there with me a lot for for the ride. And um, you know, as a kid growing up. Um, I did a lot of things, did a lot of sports, I did the surf lifesaving, yeah. the footy, the cricket. Um, my parents, uh, I guess, raised me as best as I could. And Ray and what? Who's your mum's name? Yeah, you? Ray and Nicole. Nicole, that's uh, it, that's it, that's it. Yeah, so um, I have two sisters. I now have a little nephew, which. Um, sorry about that. Um, sorry about that. Um, keep going, yeah. Got the nephew Riley, yeah, is it? Yeah, the nephew Riley who, who loves footy and. Loves not at Fortnite, so yep. uh, he's growing up. He just turned ten the other day, and fuck, I remember when he was like first first yeah, came around. That's yeah, crazy. Pretty crazy, pretty crazy story how he came out, but we won't go there. Yeah. Um, How's Sarah, anyways? Yeah, she's really good. So she's just moved to Perth. Yeah. Um, she has a boyfriend now. Yeah. And, um, she took Riley over there, and they're living over at Perth. They just moved probably a couple of weeks ago. So cool, man. Uh, definitely interesting to see how that goes. But um, you know, if she's happy, you are. The family's happy. Because I haven't seen you in literally, I'd say, five years plus. Yeah. Probably more, like, since, like, back in the Kiba days. That's, like, the last time. I've obviously seen you on TV since then. Um, but, like, I, I just, my, my whole perception of you from back in the day when you played for Kiba and played for Burley and stuff is you're always the hardest worker on the on the field. That's just something that comes across for me. Do you see that growing up as a kid? Like, was that instilled to you at a young age or something along those lines? Yeah, obviously, I'm with someone who liked to work hard and... Um, I, I think the main thing is I enjoy I loved playing rugby league and um, I loved getting out there and always um, trying to uh, work as hard as I could to be the best I could so um, I sort of um, went on that track I was lucky enough and um, you know working hard's always been in my DNA uh, my mum and dad were two people who worked hard and uh, my, my old man told me that if you're not going to work hard you're not going to get rewards so um, just from a young age it was sort of stuck in my mind and uh, I was obviously lucky enough to be able to do what I'm doing now. It's cool, man. And what, you, like you just said, um, you, you got instilled to work hard your whole life. What did they have you do in particular? Because I see a lot of people who have amazing success in any area, but it's like, it's the same concept like Keegan that I had the other day. It's just, I'll always work harder. Because you probably would have met like heaps of footy kids who had, well, going to Kibra, heaps of talent, but then they hung around the wrong crowd. They just didn't put in the effort. They just sort of lift off the natural talent and that only got them so far. So what instilled to you that attitude? Because I see how you play, you do the most amount of tackles, you take the most amount of hit 
meetups, you do the runs that no one wants to do. Where does that where does that hard work ethic where does it come from? I think it's just um, like uh, I was someone who didn't get a lot of compliments. Um, you know, I wasn't the most talented, and um, I was okay with that. But I was, as I said, I've always wanted to work harder than the others, and oh, I've seen a lot of a lot more talented players than I was growing up. Um, well, I could probably name about uh, two handfuls if I if I really wanted to. But um, you know, I was someone who didn't get compliments from my dad growing up. He was always a bit hard on me, saying, "Uncle Ray, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ray Ray would always say to me, I'd score you know a hat trick in one game and." Um, I wouldn't, wasn't one to talk about the footy in the car, but yeah. he'd, always, he'd always pick up on the little things, say, oh, I remember when you missed the tackle back there, and sort of drove me a little bit to, to be better and um, try and get me old man to compliment me because I, I guess I did look up to my mum and dad, but he was you know, the one who wanted me to um, play footy. A mother's just like any other mother who yeah. was always scared for the kid to go out there week in, week out, but he was sort of the one who played it when he was younger and until he was older. and um, so I guess what was that footy tour you went on years ago Mr Rugby League was that oh, oh, back in New Zealand that was, was the uni there first, <laughs> first, first that's what I remember playing, um, first time in the year of playing Union how was that yeah I was alright it was an experience but um, I wasn't too good at it so yeah. I, th- I thought I think I had to give it away but um, yeah the old man run amok over there he, he did a good job I think yeah. as, a, as a kid you wouldn't know but I think he drank a fair bit of yeah. fair bit of piss a couple of beers or two oh yeah a thousand beers or two and um, he had a good time over there and we all did which was a good experience so Tom was on it wasn't he memories he was too because you're, 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 you're Tom's age right how old are you yeah. 22 23 24 this year yeah, so cool. um, Tommy was there um was your old man there? I don't know if your old man come. I don't know. Can't remember. It was so long ago. It would have been under thirteen or something for you. Yeah, so fourteen. Would, under fourteen, so I would have been like eleven at the time. So ten yeah. years ago. Ten years ago. So, ah, oh, yeah. uh, lies. Um, you just mentioned something, and I, my mind goes there. I've never told you this before, but I was um, I was driving one day with my old man and your your old man, and my dad was trying to give me feedback on how to play footy like how to play league and I was, I was telling him essentially in a nice way shut the fuck up I, like, I don't want to talk about it and I remember your dad saying Johnny boy listen to listen to Louis Giants the same He, I'll give him all the feedback but he, he knows what he needs to do stop telling him stuff is that is that true so was that like you growing up did you yeah. I know because for me I always took advice from a coach but I would always not take advice from people who haven't really got what I want so I'll just kind of in a nice way avoid majority of my dad's advice and listen to my coach is that something that you were similar to growing up yeah I, I... I didn't really get much advice from the old man. Obviously, he let me know what I was doing wrong. Most of the time, <laughs> I was doing wrong, to be honest. But um, I just sort of took took on board like what the coaches were telling me, and um, would ask my dad what he thinks. And he he, he wasn't really he didn't really say much. He was not that he put me down and stuff, but he didn't really I guess compliment me in ways that you know, would make your son happy and stuff like that. He'd always let me know the little things where I was going wrong. And, um, Did that drive you to go harder? Like the fact you yeah. said you didn't get much compliment. You mentioned it before. What makes you do that? Because some people are the opposite. they like, oh, I can't do it. I'll go to drugs and get their attention that way. What made you say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i work harder, then I'll do it better? What was it inside of you that made you do that? It's just the desire and fight that I had in me that um, you know, I wanted to be a rugby league player and I'd be doing a, an apprenticeship plumbing for three years How was that? that was it was torture <laughs> you know moving out of home at 17 and moving up to Brisbane into a house with three other boys and that would have been fun. Oh, it was a nightmare like it was so messy there's dead set dishes everywhere it was yeah. a joke and 
I will never ever live with anyone again because of those experiences apart from my partner now but um, yeah it was just like when I when I did my apprenticeship I just said nah this is not for me I, I would rather be doing something I love and um, rather be doing something that I love doing and, and can um, enjoy for you know I know the footy doesn't last, last forever but if I can do it for as long as I can then you know, that, I consider that to be a happy life for myself and um, yeah and I was just I guess I was lucky growing up with my old man he He'd always stitch up a few people, and when I was growing up, like younger, I had, I guess, parents saying that um, my old man had me up at 4 a.m. doing gym at 11 years of age. And he, he had you doing that? No, no. Oh, so oh, oh, people, okay. like parents and stuff from other clubs, would say that I was 11 years old and I was up at 4 a.m. doing gym and <laughs> yeah. you know like swimming and stuff like that. And my old man would always take the piss out of them and say at training. You know, oh, come on, Joe, we've got to go home. Like, it'd be 8.30, 9 yeah. o'clock. It'd be pretty late school yeah. night. And he'd say, come on, Joe, we've got to go home. Um, we've got to get up at 4 a.m. We've got to go, get to the gym. I, I think I remember him doing shit like that. Yeah, I so do remember that. Back in Berlin. Yeah, he did take the piss out of it. But he was never one to push me, and neither was my mum. You know, they'd always ask me, do you, do you enjoy doing it? And do you want to do it? Like, it's up to you. It's your decision. We're not going to force you to do it. Nice, that's, that, man. That's brilliant. I I just love. Uh, I've done about about five or six of these, but in general, I just find people that have that success, they have that hunger in them to become more or do better. And it, initially, in my own experience, anyways, it starts normally to do it for yourself. But then after you start to have a bit of success, it becomes more than just you. It comes about your family, about your legacy, about your impact, about more than just yourself. So, what? Uh, where does your hunger come from? Like to wake up that early, train that hard? Because I know how you train. Oh, I've seen how you train, anyways. What makes you want to get up so early? Like, what time? What's a what's a training week look like for you? I know you guys are sort of on break now, but a regular training week. What's that look like for you? Um, so in preseason, obviously, is the tough time of year, and no one. I, it is hard but I wouldn't say I don't like doing it it's yeah. my job but it can be tough sometimes in the sun especially in the Gold Coast um, Mondays are just a got con in the morning um, so we get absolutely flogged and then we'll have a um, gym session after and then Tuesdays is like a skill session or gym in the morning into a skill session into like a wrestle session after that nice Wednesdays is just a bash up either at Parkwood or on the beach. Yeah. So it'll be an hour of wrestle and um, just bashing the crap out of each other pretty much. You love that? Oh, yeah. It can get, <laughs> can get pretty hard sometimes. Get competitive too? Oh, very, very. Because we've got to, we do this thing that's called um, King of the Ring and um, there'll be a, a big circle around. You've got to pick someone out and wrestle them and either throw them out of the circle or pin them down on the ground on their back and then you keep going until you get a winner and yeah. so it's pretty competitive and obviously you don't want to lose in front of the coach because yeah. he's watching and, yeah. um, what's that Wednesday Thursday is uh, another skill session um, gym wrestle Friday's conditioning gym Fuck, and then it? we might train some Sunday, Saturdays but it's just obviously depending if the coach is feeling happy or not how's, it, how's your body pull up after all that stuff because that sounds intense yeah. I train I train three four times a week so 20, well, I'm 23 years of age and I feel like I'm going on 40 so yeah. um, but obviously uh, I like the, the feeling of my body going through um, you know it's limits and um, obviously in season's a bit easier because we're playing week in week out so we're only training you know, if we have a short turnaround we're only training twice a week but um, but other than that like oh, I can't complain I'm yeah. doing something that I love yeah. 
I'll never ever, you know, take it for granted and never ever, um, you know, bloody, yeah, as I said, take it for granted because that won't happen. You just mentioned something that will take it for granted, but I'm a big fan of appreciation because, like, the fact that you said you did three years of plumbing, that might have woke you up to, like, fuck footy is actually such an incredible deal you get to do what you love get really good bucks for doing so and not have to like do that bullshit like some people bust their ass off in this heat for 20 bucks an hour yeah. so like where do, do you feel like uh like gratitude or perspective call what you want oh, is a big part of your life yeah i appreciate it every time i go to training like i go to training um consider, which is considered work with you know good mates of mine and get to train all day and i pre- i do appreciate it and I do thank you know, everyone that was there for me all the way. You know, I do it. I do what I do because I want to make the people like my family and um, you know sound a bit weird. But my two dogs, who, who I love so much, and I'm a dog. I got yeah, a dog. I love. I feel what you're saying. People, people always say I'm a bit weird with my dogs. All I do is post them on my social media. But that's just me. I, I love them so much. And you know, my my partner now as well. She. Um, she doesn't know much about footy. She's pretty hopeless with it, but right. uh, no, nah, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. She she said to me one day, oh, because she googles all the rules. I don't know why, but um, she always, she always goes, I know what a pe- meat pie is now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes to try, and I just go and tell her what are you? And I was like, oh, please. And then she always tries to ask me different questions about the game, but she's not going to get it anytime yeah. soon. I'm going to have to sit down and head rugby league. My old man's going to have to calls himself rugby league but he's going to have to sit down and educate her he met he um saw her the other week and said love if you need a need a hand in education in rugby league i'm i'm there for you you would love that i can picture him saying that too wow um man let's talk about origin so you uh man how was debut last year was it for origin yeah yeah last year it's fucking balloon hey man tell us for people that don't watch this youtube state of origin rugby league just like it's uh man, it's a whole nother game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I could sort of consider obviously I haven't played for Australia, but um, I think a lot of people consider it the pinnacle of our our game. And um, to I guess be where I was at Brisbane, um, you know, playing off the bench one week, or I could not be playing the next. To come back home and um, twelve months. Yeah, it would have been yeah twelve months time um, to playing. A, childhood dream and um, starting in the last game wasn't yeah, it started the last game it Man. was pretty um, so give me good, it gives me Man, goosebumps I'm, I'm getting it for you and I'm not I didn't even fucking play um, so. the, fir- the first game was obviously I was very I think when I forgot the phone call from Kevy so how was that what was the phone call like oh it was it was pre- I was pretty emotional so he, I saw his name come up on my phone because he called me a few weeks before because I was in the emerging um, camp yep, where yep. they sort of just think the people that I can see playing, they throw them in and yeah, sort of teach, the taster, them the, yeah. teach them the Queensland ways and stuff like that. And then um, I saw his name come up sort of the day before the team was being announced. And I, honestly, my first thought was he was just going to tell me, um, hey, mate, look, I haven't picked you, but I want you to come in to camp and uh, sort of get the gist of things. And um, you know, it'll be an experience you'll never forget. And he ended up telling me that I was playing and I was oh, I was that stoked I just wanted to do cartwheels and yell and scream but any tears any um, so then after after we hung up I went to call my old man I was shaking my old man yeah. um, answered and I, I had to hang up like because I choked up and yeah. I had to hang up and just broke down crying like I was on my, like all my hands and knees just bawling my eyes out just like oh, I can't believe this is real and 
Um, I was at my uh, best mate's house at the time, and um, he. I think you living with Jaden? Is that his name? Uh, I was at Ben's at the time. Oh, Ben. Yeah, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. I was right. at Ben's at the time, and um, I walked back into the house after I called my old man. So I called my old man, and I was still choking up. It was very emotional, and I was still crying. And um, I what told did him he, that what I was crying, and he just goes, "You're kidding me!" And then, as he does, and I was like, "No, nah, man, I'm proud of you." And, I uh, said to my my mum thought I was actually joking, but I don't know why I'd made a joke about yeah. that. So um, she was she was more than stoked and um, walked back into the house with Ben. Ben said, "Oh, you made it, didn't you?" And I was like, "It was." Days. I heard you sobbing like a little girl. <laughs> I haven't seen Ben in years funny. either. I haven't seen anyone because I've been so into what I do. But it's just it's just fucking cool to hear that. What was um what was Riley's re- reaction? He would have been pumpier. Yeah, Riley would have been happy. Obviously, he's a little kid and. He wouldn't have shed any tears, but he, he was happy for me. He's like a little footy guru. He yeah. loves it, and um, it was just a. It was, it was good. Oh, even though the first game was in Melbourne, it was something pretty special. Yeah, like, and I flew. I flew my mum and her partner and uh, Riley and my two or Sarah. I flew them down yeah. and put them in a hotel where we were staying. So when they booked the booked the stuff, they put us all in the same hotel yeah. and. Um, How was that feeling being able to do that for your family, man? Yeah, it was pretty. It was bloody amazing. Like growing, growing up, getting bloody eight, seven, eight dollars an hour yeah. <laughs> plumbing to you know going on to play Origin, where I can you know fly my pretty much my whole family down and get them tickets is um, definitely grateful and appreciative of it. Yeah, and then you just said it then. I'm just gonna say, man, that the the contrast of having that because I see some people, and you probably may have seen the same, the people that just get given fucking everything. They get given like their life's just so good. They have no like respect or appreciation for what they're doing. So the fact that I kind of know a little bit about your old man and how he would have maybe instilled that to you at a young age, like doing the hard yards, doing the fucking lawns, or doing whatever tasks you would have done around the house, and that's just gone from that all the way up to doing what you do now. I think that's fucking cool. Yeah, no, obviously. Yeah, it's definitely. I didn't think I'd ever be doing what I'm doing now, so I definitely don't have to take it for granted. I definitely have to appreciate everything that I do, and um, someone who who doesn't like to get ahead of myself, and I don't want to be a big head. I always want to be the best person and um, best man that I possibly can. So then, you know, the people around me, um, you know, uh, well, not only that, but you know, young kids. I was a young kid growing up, and I want young kids to be come up, like come up and. Um, you know, because as a kid growing up, I looked up to NRL players and who'd you who'd you look up? Who was your number one or um, top couple? I sort of I loved Corey Parker. Yeah, nice. Um, you lucky, you played with him then? Yeah, lucky enough to play with him. That would have been in my debut good. game as well. So I yeah. uh, did that, and I loved Gordon Tallis. I just loved his aggression. He yeah, was a bit of a mongrel, but yeah. um, it was it was good to watch, and um, everyone enjoys a game when yeah. when it's played tough. Yeah. Man, that's fucking cool. And tell us a little bit about the game itself. So, which one? Which one was like more emotional for you, the first one or the one in Suncorp? Um, I would say Suncorp. Suncorp, because you started um, in that game, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, not only that, but in Melbourne, um, I was pretty emotional in the sheds. Yeah. Um, I did. I honestly didn't. I couldn't believe I was here and I saw my name like the maroon jersey with my name on the back and I was like well this is happening I was going through um, the body when you like tying the boots up and stuff I was alright once I got dressed okay. so once I got dressed but then when the, when we were walking out because it was sort of a long walk down the <laughs> side and you had to turn left and you turn down that tunnel 
and you sort of can't see the whole crowd until you get out there. Yeah, it's massive. And man. you run out, and the cheer is just—it's—it's mind-boggling. Like it's—you it, it, can't explain it unless you—you know—I guess feel that feeling of running out. Um, but in Melbourne, like there was Melbourneites there, and I sort of they—I don't think they really got what was going on. But it was still crowd. It was, I think it was eighty-nine thousand. Fuck. So. But the cheer, at, um, the cheer there was obviously amazing, and um, the boo in Sydney was unbelievable. I loved every minute of that. Yeah, you were, um, I know you love that stuff. Um, and then I, every time I ran out, I sort of ran out and did a um, three sixty turn just to soak up the whole crowd. And um, you could in the first game in Melbourne, you couldn't see the family and stuff because yeah, yeah. they were a fair way away. And it, it wasn't. It, I wouldn't say it's the best venue to play rugby league. Cause, because it's so far it, yeah. away, it's like a circle. It's like a cricket field, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is yeah. a cricket field, AFL yeah. field. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sydney, when I ran, ran out, that's a, that was a bit better. We got booed, but yeah. that was unbelievable. You would have loved so it. That, it was about eighty thousand there, and um, right. the first time that was the first time I looked into looked over, and our families were sitting right behind the bed. So I saw the family, and um, that was pretty emotional. But the Suncorp one was the best by far. Um, we sort of. Billy Slater's last game, he was captain, um, ran out, and the roar was just unbelievable. I've got goosebumps thinking about it. And then that's when, like, I was just like, wow, how good is this? And I was starting that game too, so I was so nervous. The whole time before the Suncorp game, I was just, I was shitting myself. Like, I was like, do, I, I do you have a Do you have a routine, like, moving up to, like, big games or just normal games in general? I kept my routine that the same. I didn't want to change anything because yeah. I was too scared to. So I kept my routine the same, but um, I was nervous the whole time. That was probably the only, out of the, both Origin games, I was the most nervous. Like, I felt sick just <laughs> thinking about it because we'd already lost the series. I understood that, but to get, to, be, get, to get beat 3-0 in my first year and Billy Slade's last game and stuff like that, I just felt like I had the amount of pressure on me, but... Um, I tried to soak it all in and ran out the roar and I did the 360 turn and looked over and I saw my whole family sitting there and that was probably the most emotional time for me at Suncorp and then singing the anthem is very emotional as well um, because I guess it's my my home, Australia's my home and uh, my my country and I'm proud of who I am and um, what I do and uh, but this Suncorp game would have to top it off had to, would have had to have top uh, all three. What What did you take out of that game that's just going to stay with you forever? Whether it be the energy, the camaraderie, the work ethic, the I don't know, the the, the gratitude being able to be put in that position. Was there anything you took out of it that really stood out? There's probably a few things I sort of took out of it, especially the game in general is just so physical, so fast. It's so fast, and it, it's it's more mental and. Um, it, I guess everyone said it. Origin's not a game. It's uh, it, it's a game that's built on one moment, and no one knows when that moment's going to come. Yeah. So, um, it, and the physicality of the game, the speed, the the emotion. There's just so much emotion running through everyone that it's, it's like everyone decides to to try to bash each other for the whole game, the whole eighty minutes. And, yeah. um, Did you play against any teammates? Did I play? Nah. So Ryan James was 18th man, but yeah. um, wasn't Pete's? No, Pete's wasn't there. Was he? Pete's he didn't play. No, nah, he was um, the year before, wasn't he? Yeah. But that, that would have been good. Yeah, that obviously was. played with Jared, who who's one of my good mates, and Jay Wallace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jay Wall, and obviously got to play with him all three games, and um, he he actually called me um, 
when Kevy called me, he called me straight after and he was so happy for me. But yeah. um, to play with him, he's obviously one of my good mates from Brisbane and yeah. I've come down here. He was a big part why I come down to the Gold Coast. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, so um, to get to play Origin with him was something I'll never forget. Nice. It's pretty special. We'll wrap it up with two questions. What's um, what You mentioned it earlier on, like, um, you know football's not forever. Do you have a plan of where you want to head? Like, I know, like, well, Keegan's mentioned, like, sort of businesses he wants to sort of yep. go into. Do you have a plan after footy? Yeah, obviously I do. I, I have to. I've, I've done my plumbing apprenticeship, and I understand that's physical, physical, physically hard work. And um, but that's the job I do. It's physical, and yeah. um, I, I didn't mind plumbing. Like it's good. It's definitely handy around the house and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm all, I've almost finished it, so I'll have to go back. I've, I've sort of been doing a few days at TAFE. Uh, did, what, did last year. Yeah. yeah, did last year. Did a few days at TAFE just to get my TAFE done because. Um, just so I can get signed off, get my ticket, and then um, I guess that'll be, you know, hopefully earn enough money um, playing footy to then um, start my own plumbing business. And That'd be sick, man. And get someone to run it for me, and um, obviously get um, get into the market. I'm looking at buying a house at the moment, so congratulations, so, yeah, That's cool. get into the market and buy a few houses here and there, and um, hopefully they go through the roof in value, but, yeah. and then uh, hopefully live off that, and yeah. Yeah, it's cool, man. And last one, what's uh, what is twenty nineteen? Well, literally, what's the date? The fourth. We're four days into it. What is uh, what does twenty nineteen look like for you? Oh, what what do I want to do? Or yeah, look, what, any big goals you wanting to do, or just like what your plan is for the moment, or yeah, anything coming up? So I'd say the goals for twenty nineteen would just to be enjoying my footy, play consistent footy, and I definitely want to be back in the Origin Arena. That's um, Definitely another goal. Is there a World Cup coming up? When's the World Cup? Twenty twenty. No, I'm not that on the footy scene yeah, these days. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I couldn't even tell you. So I, yeah. <laughs> I, I play the game, and um, I, I could. I just wait to see it on Facebook. I I could, <laughs> yeah, I could only tell you. I could literally only tell you. I only watch. I would barely watch a game of rugby league on the weekends when it's on. Yeah. So you watch your games back. Oh, so I do, we do video and stuff, but yeah. it's sort of good because we don't have to watch the whole game. We can sort of just go on the analyzer and get yeah, our right. runs, our tackles, our missed tackles, and stuff like that, and go yeah. back and just watch that, which is yeah. definitely handy. But I wouldn't say I'd sit there and watch the whole eighty-minute game. Yeah. No way. Yeah, you got too much shit to do. Hey? Yeah, oh, it's not that. It's just um, yeah, it's good to get away from footy. Yeah, um, uh, we're, we're with the boys more than we are with our family, so. Yeah. Um, it's good to get away from that scene and uh, like we're in holidays now and it's a good time of year so we can get away refresh and obviously you have to do a little bit of training but yeah. um, we can just refresh the mind refresh the body and yeah nice mate well uh, we'll wrap it up with this what's uh, if there's any like for you you mentioned it you want to be that 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 person like Corey Parker or Gordon Tallis was to you who people look up to you what would you say to someone who's maybe around that sort of under 10s 11 sort of just getting into it what would you say that your number one thing to get them to where you are today? What's your number one? Um, I'll just honestly say uh, there's a saying that I, I sort of love hard work beats talent and I've always grown up uh, off that motto and uh, if, you, if you work hard work harder than someone that's more talented then the talented bloke's going to get found out definitely that defines you in a sentence rather yes. well my opinion of you anyways yeah and no, I've always grown up um, always thinking about that if I if I work harder than um, people that are going out drinking and stuff like that then I'll always be the one to come out on top hey, 
uh, man, just defines my whole opinion on you. Man, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm your host, Lewis Huckstep. I've got a question for you that I'd love to know. Where are you looking to break through with in life? What's the area? Is it your business? Is it your body? Is it your finances? Is it a relationship? It can absolutely be anything. What are you looking to break through within so I can have some feedback and see who we could possibly bring onto the podcast that could help you out in that area. Check us out on social as always at Lewis Huckstep on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, stay out of trouble.